make myself bigger so I can see me, so I can like me, so I can love me. Oh, yeah. A lot of shit going on over here today. Uh, how are you? Are we doing it? Are we in? Uh, we're in, dude. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clay Wells. You're welcome. Welcome to another episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. You sound like you're in a good mood. Uh, I don't think I'm in a great mood. I think I just have so much going on that um, I can't really afford to be in any kind of mood other than getting shit done. Okay, you're in the getting shit done mood? I guess I am in a pretty good mood. I've had a productive day. It's amazing how much time podcast stuff eats up my days now. I can't believe I did a full-time touring job. I don't know how I had the time before, because now these things just tend to eat up my whole day. Dude, you're like uh, Ed McMahon now. Mm-hmm. I'm basically exactly like him. If you're too young to remember Ed McMahon, why are you listening to this? Who are you? Yeah, who? A, who are you? B, what are we talking? What are you talking? Star Search? B, I know there's nobody that's that. I know nobody's listening to this that doesn't know who Ed McMahon is. Unless it's the future. Like, you could be, like, in the distant future. Like, the year could be 3020 AD, and there might be somebody who doesn't know who Ed McMahon is. But if you're listening now, like, within two weeks after this podcast is made, and then there's nobody that doesn't know who Ed McMahon is. He was, he was the host of Star Search, right? And he was very wholesome. But didn't he end up getting in a little bit of Me Too trouble? He was the sidekick of Johnny Carson. Oh, who am I thinking about? And Who then did the Star he, Search? But then he did Star Search as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually don't have a lot of context for him as the Johnny Carson. I I know about Johnny Carson just because I've he's one of the greatest, and I've watched a few documentaries about him because he was pretty wild, wild and crazy guy. But I don't have much context for Ed McMahon as sidekick guy on the couch next to Johnny. Well, he liked to have a few swigs from the cider jar. Yeah, during That's, the show. I don't know, all the time. Supposedly, that's what he's kind of famous for. Being a little tipsy? Yeah. He would always make, Johnny would always make fun of him for being a little, having a few nips off the old rascal patch. The rascal Uh, patch. Out of the old rascal patch jar. Well, how are you? What's going on with you? I mean, I just woke up. I was taking a, a nap, a nippy nap. Some people aren't very pleasant after naps, but I think you generally can no, I'm, be... No, I'm usually in a really good mood after naps. Yeah, right. But I definitely woke up in a state of ennui. <laughs> ennui? Yeah. Okay. Are you I, like a... I don't know why. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Ennui? It's ennui. But ennui? You can, you can... Yeah, I mean, you spell it... It's E-N-N-U-I, right? Ennui deals with... More with boredom than irritation, a somewhat specific sort of boredom at that. Generally refers to the feeling of jadedness and can result from living a life of too much ease. A feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction rising from a lack of occupation or excitement. And it's E-N-N-U-I, I was correct. He succumbed to ennui and despair. <laughs> he succumbed yeah. to ennui. I think he's pronounced it ennui. I think we should spend the next 25 minutes Ennui. of the episode. Dude, I had it, like, when I said it, I was like, I don't know how to spell it, but I know I'm saying it correctly, and now I can't remember how to say it. Ennui on, is what on you way. said. Ennui. But here, here, let's see what it's saying. Ennui. Ennui. 
You know why I think it's Ennui? You're really going to get a kick out of this. One of my favorite bands, which is one of the most uncool bands in the world, is the band Live. And they have a song where he says the word Ennui and he pronounces it that way. And that's why I thought that was the way you say it. In the song Rattlesnake, which is track one off Secret Samadhi. Well, you know those guys are huge fans of the podcast. The guys from Live. Yeah, I knew that. They listen to every episode. Uh, well, I heard they listen to every episode twice. So Once once for the laughter and the second time for just for the deep wisdom. Yeah. Well, it yeah, you're gonna have to it's gonna have to go down twice for sure. Like most great things, it goes down twice. And uh I have a new guy mowing my lawn today. His name's Taylor Kaysen. Does he son mow your Bum- lawn twice? Son of Bumble. Yeah. Well, like all good lawn mowings, it has to be mowed twice in a row to make sure that you get once to get the top cut and the second yeah. to get the bottom cut. Right. Which is how most um that's how most circumcisions also go down. They go down. Dude, I'm st- I still haven't got my second cut yet for my circumcision. Yeah. Well, I think you have to wait until you're in your mid sixties for that. That's what I heard. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it though. Do you do your annual prostate check? Is that part of your reality now? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you dread it or do you just accept it? I don't I don't like it at all. I dread it. And I understand that the doctor's cool with it, but I don't yeah. like it. Do you, have you had it done? I had it done when I was in my mid twenties because they, they, just because he liked it. Just because, yeah, they were, they were <laughs> just, looking for volunteers. And I was like, well, you don't have to ask me twice to have someone put their hand in my ass. I mean, I've got an ass and I got nothing to do for the next 20 minutes. I mean, I'm going to let this sweet ass just go on un, unmolested by a trained professional. <laughs> I don't think so, Bob. So that was your 20s, but now you're in your 30s. What do you Well, now I'm 37, and I think it used to be 40. 40 is when you should start having somebody stick a finger in your butt. Well, I think they rolled it back. I think they actually rolled it back 10 years to 50 now. No, that's for uh, colonoscopies, which I still haven't gotten, which I need to get. And now, as soon as I said that, a bunch of people are going to be emailing, hey, Bobby, you got to get that colonoscopy. Which I do. I need to. I need to get it. But there's no history. But I need to get it. But people care it. about you. Yeah. They want to know that you're okay. They want to know you're going to be around. They want to know my buttholes doesn't have any polyps in it. You should offer the video of your colonoscopy for your Patreon. Ooh, see, see what happens. Sam Harris said a pretty interesting thing about he has a whole subreddit dedicated to him. And like most weird things on the internet, guess who the, most of the people are on his subreddit? People who don't like him. <laughs> people who just go there to give him shit. And he described his own subreddit Reddit, as watching his own colonoscopy, which I thought was pretty interesting. Why would you even look at that? He said he doesn't. He said he dips in a few times. He gets sort of the bat signal from one of his colleagues. It's like, hey, it's especially crazy over there right now. So he'll go dip in if it's particularly nuts. Can you hear this dude mowing my lawn? You're usually the guy that's the main offender with the lawn, the lawn stuff, but he's definitely mowing it right now. I mean, I could hear it. It sounds like it's somebody, you know, like flying a biplane over your house, but it's not a big deal. I like that kind of noise in the background. If I'm listening to a podcast and I hear a biplane, I'm like, is it the glory days of 1935? Because that's what it feels like. And that's what you long for? I just long for a simpler time. I do too. I mean, I don't long for like pre-civil rights, but I long for no social media. But even though they probably did have social media, it was just different back then. Well, what are we? What time are we talking? Like they would just print stuff on 
on sh- on sheepskin and pig right. hide. Right. You know, they'd like they'd paint like, oh, FDR's a, he's got a fake head and then write that on a sheepskin and then they'd try to, you know, but how many pieces of sheepskin can you paint you know before you run out of options right well you only the thing is even back then it was still only 140 characters that you could singe into the sheepskin so i think it was less than that dude unless you had like you know unless it was the biggest sheep in the world which it usually was i know so (laughs) so my my part holds up no but i know (laughs) i know you're right like as soon as you said it well, no, as soon as you said it, I was like, of course, it's the biggest sheep in the world. <laughs> Every time. They Every do it, time it's the, big- it's the biggest. <laughs> I mean, how's it not going to be? What's it? The, the biggest the one time and then the smallest the next time? No. That's not how it works, man. That's not how God ordained it to work. And it's not how it works. Dude, so. if you're putting out a 1930s sheep tweet, you're going to be using the biggest <laughs> sheepskin in the world, period. <laughs> and if you're not, Case what are you, why are you sheep tweeting? What are you doing? Don't sheep tweet. Don't sheep tweet unless you got the stick to the skin. stick to the. Don't go chasing sheep tweets. Stick to the whatever you fill in the blanks. You know the rest <laughs> of it. I don't stick stick to the aardvarks and the goats that you're used to. Social instigator. I also long for a simpler time without it because I I just I believe we were happier without it. I just believe that it's a belief I have that That's things good, were better without it. It's a good belief. It's a pretty good belief as far as believies go. I mean, some people believe the Earth's flat. Some people believe that the Moonies are real. Some people believe that fucking oh those Joe, flat those flat planet people. Some people believe that Joe Biden is a fucking hologram. Some people believe, you know, that God had a son who was himself, who died for himself, who's also a spirit. Uh, my particular belief is that we were happier without social media when you were comparing. This is the key to it. You're comparing what you know about your own life, which is hard, with what you don't know about other people's lives and what they project to you, which is this, by the way. Here's people. Here's what people project. My life is amazing. Right. I'm incredibly beautiful, right. influential, and right. successful all the time. Now, where where's the part where they're wrong? Let's see. The beautiful part, the influencing part, the successful part, the happy part. A lot of people will say that I'm smoking this pipe upside down. And I'll say, hey, mind your own business, bitch. You won't call it beeswax? No, I'll just say business. I'll say, mind your own business, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. Mind your own business. Beeswax was a pretty good way to stick it to them, though. Put it puts an underscore under there. Let me try it. See if I like it. I know. Okay. I already know I'm not going to like it. No, you don't. I, I, no. I'm like my six-year-old daughter who I've put something in front of her that she's never had before. So she immediately looks at it and she's like, I don't like it. And I'm like, you haven't tried it. And she's like, I know I'm not going to like it. And so she will try it. She'll put it in her mouth and try it. But she's already got her answer developed in her mind. She's already decided. The answer is, ooh, I hate it. Yeah. So what I have to do at that point is I have to figure out a way to kind of take her mind off her saying that immediately so that the food has time to be chewed and actually registered as a taste. Because I'm not going to give her anything horrible. So I know she's going to like it. So now what you're doing the same with me with this bizwax thing. Because I'm like, <laughs> bizwax. 
I'm like, I know I'm not going to like this beeswax bullshit. It's beeswax. But, uh, all right, beeswax. I, okay. Either way. I know I'm not going to like it, but I'm, I'm trying to be open-minded about it, but I know I'm being like my daughter. But here it goes. Ready? Mind your own beeswax. No, I don't like pretty good. that, dude. I pretty hate good. that. It went, it went down pretty good. No. I, no. 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 Here's what I want to say. Please, sir, if I may. Please. If I may be so bold to say, if I may. Please. If, so, excuse me, sir. If please, I may please. be so bold. You may, please. Mind your own business. Mm. It just, when you say business, that's the business. You're giving somebody the business when you say business. When you say bees, when you say beeswax, you're just saying, oh, I'm a little man with twiggly, twinely legs. No, My no, legs no. are twingly and twinely. No. What you're saying is you're, you're massaging beeswax in your Florentine mustache. And what you're yeah. saying is oh. you're a man of culture. You're a man of culture, yes. Mm. But what's that? Mind your own beeswax, sir. Good day, sir. Well, okay. I Yeah. If we're literally, if it's 1742, we're yeah. in fucking Italy, anywhere above. It is. And mid we are. Italy. It is. And we are. And you got a Florentine mustache and you say beeswax. Yeah. Dude, you're cutting a brand new. You've basically found another sheep that happens to be the biggest sheep mm-hmm. in the land. Mm-hmm. You've shorn the sheep. You've taken from twine the sheep's hide from heather <laughs> and made it into a sheep's tweet. And you are definitely at that point giving it the beeswax. Hey, he's got on beeswax, he does. Look. If it's 1948, it or is. or like it is where we are now, which is 1997. Okay. If it's 1997, like we're doing this podcast and it's 1997, and you say beeswax, you're basically saying, look, I got twinly twinly legs. I don't have beefy, big old ass busting fucking ham hock legs. Dude, I got fucking legs. If there was that movie, what's the movie, The Impossible, about that fucking goddamn tsunami? Dude, with the legs that I've got, put me in front of that tsunami. Uh Uh-huh. You know what you're going to have left? What? Legs. My legs. Nothing else. Just the legs. (laughs) Just the legs. The rest of my body will have been washed away. But not dude, those legs. No, because those legs are given that tsunami the business. But if you're a man in the 1700s in Italy, maybe you're Spain even, and let's say you're in a were there men in Spain? Uh, not well, not not in the last four hundred years, but but, but let's let's put, let's put chance you're in a parlor, and you'll yes, my Florentine, your Florentine mustache. Okay, all right. If that thing doesn't glisten in the fucking sun like a hot coal diamond. Yeah. Like yeah. a black diamond. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then who are you? Then what status do no. you even fucking <laughs> deserve? That's what I'm saying. You got to twiddle that little bee. Dude, you're a, figment, you're a figment of someone. If if that's not happening, you are a figment of someone's imagination. You're Somebody a is making you up because you don't exist. You don't exist. The only people that actually existed at that point, their shit was glistening so hard that everyone around them thought that Jesus had come once again. Even though he was not coming for a while, but no, with, when they exactly saw that, right. when they saw that mustache, they were like, "Oh, 
Jesus Christ. Has somebody invent? Is Tesla in the room? Has somebody in- come early and invented electricity? Because your Florentine mustache is glistening with so much beeswax energy. Yeah. Dude, talk about BDE. It made the most ground-down figures of the 1700s who hadn't dreamed a dream since time immemorial. It made them believe in magic again. Yeah. It made dead men walk again. Yeah. Yeah. It made it made the impossible likely. Dude, again. they had that they had that BBE. Big beeswax energy. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. And they twirled it. Yes. Yes. Dude, most I, of the I agree. Mo- dude, most of the shit that was invented would not have been invented without that beeswax. You can peek under any rock in history, under the rock of progress, and uh there's a Florentine mustache behind almost all of it. Dude, if you look at that Oppenheimer project from the fifties where they developed the nuclear bomb, I all, do. if you look in the closet at the room where they invented that shit, it's just piled high with beeswax drawers. Empty, right. of course. Well, right, emptied by the they, years. Well, they didn't want to. They didn't want to uh, throw them out because then the Germans would have, and the or the Russians both would have been like, ah, we need more beeswax. Right, that's exactly right. They had to and keep we that have shit that. tight. But we keep it tight. Here's what we do on "I'm Okay, You're Okay." Besides, thank our patrons for being, you know, such wonderful people, and for being part of our show, and for being part of historical times like this where we're look every once in a while. We'll make a funny, but really what we're here to do is we're here to uncover the real truths of history. I don't think, I, I would wager even to say, I don't think anything we've said on this entire episode so far has been a laughing matter at all. Well, we haven't done any jokes because we're at this point, really what we're doing is we're getting into the deep meat of history. Dude, a lot of people will just, they'll like pull one of the, one of the top hairs of history's nut, nut sack and they'll go, this is history. And we're like, no, we're in the deep meat of the nuts of history, dude. We're in the deep meat. I'm hungry. Daddy's dude. hungry. <laughs> Thanks, daddies. Got real hungry when we started talking about the deep meat of the <laughs> of fucking the nuts of history, dude. But. But yeah, I mean, and today, you know, today we're talking about beeswax and the importance of it. Well, what are you going to do? Okay, you're, you have, you're a mama bird, and you have baby birds that are hungry, and you go catch that early worm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going yeah. to chew up, you're going to chew up the shallow, non-deep meat parts of that worm and spit it into the beak of your children, your offspring? You're going to no. give it the, the sauce that it needs to live, and that's what we do. Do those baby birds need that deep meat? And you know what? We don't ever quit being baby birds, do we? I mean, some people pretend that they're not baby birds, but underneath, they're always going to be a, a baby bird that needs some of that deep meat. You're always a little baby bird that needs mama, papa bear bird to spit a little worm juice into your right. mouth. That's why we have so many Patreons at this point, because you guys recognize it. You guys, well, I want the BDE, but I also want the BBE. I also want the BBC. And I also want the BVD. Speaking of that, let's thank, uh, we got three patrons, so we need to thank them before we lose our minds here. Joanna Taylor, who I am affectionately referring to now as Joanna Taylor. Why not? Uh, Carol Cordani and Chris Laddier. There you go. All became patrons. Hey. And I want to say thank you. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the club, you guys. They will be ushered swiftly here in about five minutes into what we lovingly refer to as the Secret Weekly Secret Igloo. Are we still doing the uh, Secret Weekly hazing for the new Patreons? Yes, you must. Yes, we are, actually. But we're, we we have to keep that shit under... 
We keep have to keep tight. it on the DL and keep it real tight, right? Yeah. Because that, shit, that shit's foreboding. It's foreboding. It's forbidden fruit must be tasted sometimes. All right, but you know what? Bob. Let's let people know what we do in the secret. All right, go ahead. Part of our hazing process, of course, involves beeswax, but just a small amount of beeswax. Well, there's not much left. That's, that's the other thing that they won't tell you in the history books. Maybe Howard Zinn will tell you in The People's History of the United States Part 2, which he didn't write because he was killed and assassinated. But what they'll tell you, or what they won't tell you, but we will tell you, is that there's not a lot of beeswax left. No, that's why that's why we tell people to mind their own beeswax. You know, because well, that's yeah. Well, Be- mind your because, own beeswax. Because you know, if you don't, somebody else might. You might just wake up and there won't be any left. See, somebody might give your beeswax the business, and you don't want that. Learn from our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes. Don't continue making the same mistakes that we're going to continue to make. It's sad. Make your own mistakes. Make your own goddamn mistakes. Don't copy our mistake making. It's pathetic. Make your own mistakes, people. Make your own beautiful mistakes. And then rise like an ash, rise like a fucking phoenix from your own ashes. You know who made some mistakes? The Beatles. And what'd they do? Turn it into gold. Good, good job, guys. Next time, mind your own beeswax. I'm not familiar with any mistakes the Beatles made. Yeah, every time they wrote a song, it was like a mistake. And they're like, oh, look at this mistake. Hey, he's got a mistake, he does. I meant to say my granny's garden. Instead, I accidentally said octopus garden. Gold. I'd like to be under the sea with a mountain full of beeswax in the shade. Like, literally, I just, I literally thought that George Harrison was in the studio. Well, he didn't write or sing that song, but I'm glad that No, but here. I thought you were doing George Harrison does the well, songs of to, the Beatles. If you want me to go home, Paul, I'll go home. If you want me to play, I'll play. Do you want, here, I've been working on it for about a year. I know how to do each of the Beatles exactly right. So just, right. just tell me the Beatle and then I'll do their voice. I'd like to now speak with John Lennon. John? Amazing. I didn't know those were the actual words to imagine. All right, let's hear from Paul. I also believe in yesterday. Beautiful. Okay, <clears throat> let's hear from Ringo. We haven't heard from Ringo in a minute. Hand me the butter. Hey, hand me the butter. Hey, you, hand me the butter, please. Hand me the butter. I'm Ringo Starr. Hand me the butter. Will someone please hand Richard Starsky the goddamn butter? All right, last but not least, certainly, the beetle who faced East, the quiet beetle, George Harrison himself. Hey, George, how you doing? I'm pretty good. I could use a little butter on my bagel. Can you pass me the butter on my bagel? Has a single British person ever had a bagel? Ever. I like bagels. We don't like bangles. Speaking of British people, I just had a guy cover one of my songs who's big in Britain. There she goes. Then the moonlight. Is it Tony Curtis and some like a hot? It was Tony Curtis. Under the stars. Tarantula. There she goes. There she blows. (laughs) It's like 40 dogs. That was Jim James Stewart (laughs) doing 40 dogs. Oh, I thought that was Catherine Hepburn. Dude, have we just become the go-to place if people want to hear the deep meat <laughs> history cuts, also impressions of famous people? We didn't just go there because we've been there. We've been there for a couple of years now. Here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to take all the glory from the history podcast, which we've done. And I don't want to take all the glory from like more stories. 
Because he does pretty good impressions. I mean, not as good as ours, but pretty good. Okay. okay. Let's let them have some of the glory, but not, oh, a, not all of it, just some of it. Some of the glory. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. The glory. Yes. yes, the glory. I do believe we will allow them to share in and procure. Dude, it- if you have if you're not watching this on video because you're not a patron because you don't want any of that BDE, you will you won't be able to see dude, I spent a million and a half dollars and bought the entire lighting ring from uh rig from Pink Floyd. Look yeah, in, you look got in, a lot going on back there. Look in the back there. You got dude, a that's lot a million and a half dollars worth of lighting energy. I would say maybe don't become a patron and watch the videos if you have any type of history with epilepsy. Dude, if you have taken any acid in your life you will have start flashing back as soon as you see this which isn't such a bad time you could have a worse time keith trimmel says if i may be so bold as to offer a name timothy dalton was after roger moore in the bond franchise thanks daddy's keith so that's keith setting the straight well, keith we no, we knew that we said that i said that <clears throat> okay i don't remember that I, Lonnie, I, remember, I remember thinking it even if i didn't say it Lonnie Trevino says, hello, Bob and Clint. Really love the podcast. Wanted to bring your attention to the 2017 Hulu docudrama film Becoming Bond featuring George Lazenby recounting his life story and portrayal as Bond. It's a fascinating story of an unknown model who became James Bond for one movie after Sean Connery. It is said he is one of the best Bonds ever. And spoiler alert, not really. He turned down a six movie deal because he wanted to live his life normally and not in the fast lane. The movie is surprisingly well done. I ain't no Rotten Tomatoes, but I highly recommend it. You're welcome. Thanks, daddies. Lonnie Trevino Jr. Uh, thanks, Lonnie Trevino Jr. I've never heard of George Lazenby or his Bond portrayal. I, f- I feel like I've watched that documentary, but I don't know if that's true. Well, as long First as you of all, he's it. an Australian actor. Okay. And his, what, what was his movie was called... It says the one oh, after honor, honor Majesty's Secret Service from 1969. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to recommend it. you doesn't have anything to do with it (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ well i can't say i recommend that (laughs) you said i feel like i've seen it but that's probably not true (laughs) and lastly i'm not going to recommend it Well, listen, it's been fun. Somehow the psychedelic half hour went by, and uh, we're going to kick it to the Secret Weekly now. We do appreciate all of you out there who listen to IOK land. You can write in Bob and Clint at gmail.com. We have other podcasts you can check out. You'll love them. You'll like them. You'll subscribe to them. They'll change your life. They'll put a little beeswax in your life. One's called The Song Club with Bob Schneider. The other's called Metal Up Your Podcast with me, your co-host, Glenn Wells. We'll kick it now to the Secret Weekly. Join Patreon to have access. Was there anything else, Bob? Yeah, I should also mention if you're a teacher or an educator and you want a, a written transcript of this show, best thing to do is get yourself a sheepskin and a and a bucket of paint and just, you know, just sit there and write it all out. And uh, <laughs> good luck. Because <laughs> they don't have written transcripts of the show. <laughs> but you probably want one <laughs> for this show. For sure. 
<laughs> just get some paint and some sheepskin and well, just write it out. Yeah. <laughs> it would take so long. <laughs> I mean, how, do you deeply care for your students? If you do, then do it. And if you don't, who cares? All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>